I'm just going to start recording just because I don't want to. Yeah, let's do this. Not? Yeah. And then. Turn it up just the tiniest bit. Okay. I feel Oops. like that's fine. Did Should I take we... my antibiotic? I did, no. right? Did I not? You had your, you got your, shit. you got your water, but did you take it? Do you oh, have a no. lot of them with you? Yeah, the whole thing. And I didn't press my, You were talking about app. taking it? And, and you then... said that thing came in your, on I in t- your car. I took it. I took it. Okay. Because I was in the, I was in the process of asking. Yeah. Why What's the reason why you're not supposed to drink on antibiotics? As I was taking my antibiotic and oh. holding rum. <laughs> Is it because you get drunker faster? What's the reason? You know what? I think that it's just a conspiracy. They don't want you to ever drink ever. That's what I think. Because so. I've been on a lot of antibiotics and drink. And I don't feel any different. I just have a strong body. What's wrong? Amy, you got... A lung collapse from a tiny needle. You don't have a strong body. <laughs> I'm trying to do mind over matter, Tammy. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, I'm taking these headphones off. Okay. I'm freewheeling. You're free freewheeling it. Guys. Freeballing. I don't know how to tell you this. Tell them. Just find a way to tell them. But this is Banshees and Booze. <laughs> a paranormal podcast. With a shot of liquid courage. And we are coming to you from Chateau... Tammy. Yep. <laughs> That's basically it. Um, we have our own recording equipment now. That's right. So exciting. Um, yeah, we've got we've got our own recording equipment. This could be great. This could be terrible. We have no idea. Who's and to say? Frankly, I didn't test it early enough for us to make alternate plans if it's not good. So, well, so this is dropping as it's dropping, th- and that's that. We're coming to you live. Live. This is a basically a live podcast. It's pretty much. Yeah. Um, so. I didn't get a headphone. My headphone splitter did not arrive in the sense that the box came and it was empty. <laughs> This so bullshit. That's such bullshit. we don't have headphones and so we don't know what we sound like. We're just going to trust. I forgot something. What'd we you forget? Drink the drink soon because oh. it's separating. Okay. You, well, you know what sucks? What? Use your finger. How much I hate drinking. Hold on. I'm putting the mic down and I'm going to get you a thing. Look. Yeah. That's where all of my utensils are. See? May I use this? Of course. Oh, wait. There's a, there's a knife. I mean, a spoon. There's a spoon right there. Grab okay. that spoon. All right. All right. This is the nice thing about living in a studio is that everything's really close. We have always dreamt of actually having a kitchen nearby so that when we make our drink, we can make our oopsies. And then now oh, the now the tables that we spill on are they're, tammies. They're my they're, own. We don't have to worry about paying someone for messing up their shit. I'm n- I mess up my own shit already. Literally, I already spilled um, salsa on that table earlier tonight. So oh, we're perfect. good. I spilled salsa. How can you not spill salsa? Uh, do you want to know what this drink is, yeah, real quick? Can you so we can start. Tell me what this okay. fucking drink is. Let me look on my thing. Okay. Wait. You is, don't know? Yeah. Well, I, I got to read you the ingredients. Oh, okay. So basically. This has nothing to do with anything that we're talking about tonight. It's Perfect. just, um, it's a dairy-free spiked eggnog. <gasps> There's no eggs. There's no dairy. Oh my God, it smells so good. I can't believe I couldn't tell. But, like, I should have smelled it. Let's take a sip. Okay. Okay. Pretty good. Oh my God, it's so good. Okay. So this is my favorite brand of almond milk, Califia Farms. Califia? I don't know. It's spelled like... Sure. Yeah, whatever. Not an advertisement. Um, so they make like a holiday nog that's 
you know, dairy free, of course, yep. made of almonds and it's like barely got any sugar and it's yeah, all yeah. healthy and healthy. And I'm like, don't do it, Amy. Don't do it. You have a very <laughs> bad track record of trying to make things healthy. <laughs> poo juice, anyone? Oh my God, poo juice. So, and then every time I use a diet mixers instead of regular yeah, mixers. Yeah, like diet like, coke. Yeah. I just poke everything up. Yeah. I'm like, Amy, no, just make a rum and coke. <laughs> <laughs> so this actually worked out really well because I read reviews on it and mm. people were like, this is so good. So it's the, the dairy-free, the almond milk holiday nog, Kahlua, and uh, spiced rum. In, in our case, I used <gasps> Sailor Jerry because it's like a really nice yeah. brand of, of spiced rum. And cinnamon. And then it normally says whipped cream for garnish, but I didn't have whipped cream. I didn't feel like going out and buying Fuck any. Fuck it. I don't need whipped cream. It's oh delicious. Thank you. I thought it was nice and holiday. Oh, my God. Cheers. It's good. Cheers. Oh. Mm-hmm. I am telling you. Oh, my God. These glasses are amazing. Also, this is my first nog of the season. This is my first nog in my life. Wait, what the fuck? (laughs) I've never. Hold up. I have to tell you, Tammy, um, I'm a nog virgin. I've never been nogged. (laughs) I knew I was going to be the first one to nog you. I somehow (laughs) always knew. If it's going to be anyone, I'm so glad it's you. I feel safe and secure right now. It's, and it just, it feels really good. I'll talk good. you through it. Just All gentle right. sips at first until okay. you're ready. Okay. You know what? You got to get the first sip over with though, because then you can really enjoy just it. Like then I could just really gulp it down after that. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's only going to hurt a little. Uh-huh. <laughs> so this was nice. You can leave now. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Is that how it works? Oh God. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm so nice. rewatching Gilmore Girls for the millionth time. I was going to say again. Look, it's just a comfort thing. And I okay. sleep to it, you know, so I don't uh, really like right, So right. sometimes I'll wake up the next morning and like three episodes have played, and sometimes I'll go back. And then sometimes I'm like, meh. And, and I'm pretty late. I'm like in late season six right now. I got to say, this most recent time watching it, I'm like, no, no one's a good match really? for Rory. No, like all of them are terrible. And I also have very distinct associations of like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I made that mistake. Oh, yeah, I made that mistake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember thinking that. Watching shows like that at yeah. different stages of your life. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's so, like I've never watched the yeah. series, but I've seen a few episodes mm-hmm. at your suggestion, which was they were amazing, but I never committed. Right. Um, but I, I should and I will one day. But yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure like now you're, it's so different. I have been like yelling at my iPad. Like <laughs> I've been like. No, why? <laughs> Stop. Uh, no. I love how much you watch it. Yeah. You, as much as you read reread Harry Potter. I'm literally rereading like Harry Potter thing. right now. Yeah, you reread yeah. the Potter and then you watch your well, Gilmore Girls. I will say it's not like I'm not really paying attention when I'm rewatching Gilmore Girls. I, like at the beginning I definitely am, but then it just becomes kind of like, oh, I'm home and Yeah. Like I came home today and I was like I'm eating a burrito. I'll just throw on half yeah. of an episode before you came over. So. That kind of stuff is, that's like what I do with the Great British Baking Show. <gasps> I can watch. Yes. It's nice to just, that's my only series. <laughs> you know, really, really crazy relationship plot lines. Oh my God. And just, <laughs> you know, I'm, I yell at it like, no. You know what's funny? never work. I wonder if you feel the same way. I watch that show. I love it. 
I never want to eat anything on that show. No. It looks awful. Never. Like, I'm like, why do you keep putting dried fruit and nuts in things, you fucking British idiots? I know. And whenever they have to make anything with the word minced in it, oh, even if it's God. fruit, I don't want anything yeah. to do with that. No, you're totally right. Yeah. Nothing looks mouth-watering, appetizing. It looks beautiful. Yeah. Some of it's really cool and even, clever. Even when, they do, even when they do, like, chocolate shit. Yeah. I'm like... It looks like poop. Yeah. I'm like, that is not good. And it also, I'm like, I'm sure it's like healthy chocolate or something. It's like weird British chocolate where it doesn't actually taste like good chocolate. Yeah. It's it's probably just the bitter cacao. Yeah, exactly. You know? And yeah, we we do say when we're watching it, we're like, I wonder if the tent just smells amazing though. Oh, yeah. We don't get that through our TV screens, but I'm sure it smells so nice. But, oh, my God, mm-hmm. it doesn't. Like, you're totally right. I never thought about that until you mentioned it. But, I, yeah, I'm never like, oh, damn, I want. like, mm. Or, like, you see it and you're like, I have to go make this yeah. now. Yeah. I need to make this. Like, sometimes some of the flavor profiles, I'm like, interesting. But most of the time, I'm like, that's five ingredients too many. And four of them are fruit. And get it out of There's there. There's so much fruit. I hate it. Someone put, like, passion fruit in, in a cake yesterday. And we're oh like. God. And even at the moment, I was like, I just don't like fruit in cake. I'm like. Because it's not supposed to be there. It's not supposed, it's not to, supposed be to be there. Fruit goes in pies, like butter and sugar and eggs go in cake. Yeah. Or not even butter. And I don't even know. I don't bake. Mm, Does butter go in cake? Yeah, at least on the pan. Yeah, on the pan. Yeah. yeah. I just have to say out loud, because I know we're both thinking it, and I know that no one can hear it, but someone has been idling a motorcycle outside of my apartment for straight up three minutes. <laughs> it has been since I started the timer three minutes ago. <laughs> I have an internal clock for these things, you know, annoyance. And I just was like, you know, great, great. I'm so glad this will be fine. We'll record in my apartment. It'll be totally fine. And now somebody's idling a fucking motorcycle right outside this whole time. I kind of love it. It's perfect. Now everyone knows that we truly are at a home recording studio. We really are. I can't wait for Giuseppe to make some noise because that is going to happen. It's going to be pretty funny. But that's the thing. We can be like, whatever, guys. We're in an apartment and it's amazing. We can also like cut and take our time if we feel like it. You know we never will. Well, you know that once you start giving me editing privileges, I end up cutting 90% of myself. We had that like... that was dumb. I shouldn't have said it. 38-minute episode. (laughs) We did have that one episode. <laughs> that's pretty was, good. I was so drunk, though. And I'm like, no, no, it's no. It's so funny because I, I have straight up been so drunk on this podcast. Yeah, and you have. But you sound smart when you're drunk. Thank I you. do not. Professional. You're, you're just as witty. You're functioning. You're just as sharp. And, yeah, you're functioning. <laughs> I literally, you told me a story. And then two seconds later, you said like a throwback to it. And I was like, huh? And you're like, Amy, literally, I just said that. And I had no idea what you were talking about. Like, I black out. Like, I'm still functioning. Yeah, yeah. But my brain, yeah. not there. Yeah. It goes somewhere. It goes to some, like, like Alzheimer land. It's a like, beautiful and then it comes planet. back when I sober up. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it's, it, was, it was an interesting episode. I'll never forget yeah. it. That was our, she's our best mate. We started talking about Spice World. Oh, it was because you watched the, uh, the royal wedding that morning that's yeah. right i arrived drunk god is this just the british episode god, it's the british episode everybody my yeah. british accent's not no it was great i'm still congested and hopefully i don't lose my voice by the end of this podcast oh my god of course it goes at night it's like bad at night but yeah. anyway i'm on all sorts of stuff speaking of yeah this is funny okay so today 
I had my, an appointment, my first one at this psychiatrist. Okay. Because my, you know, my insomnia mm-hmm. and my anxiety, it's night induced anxiety. So it's only as soon as my head hits the pillow, forget it. It's just game over. So then I don't sleep, but throughout the day I'm fine. It's almost like it just waits. It's like, oh, you want to go to bed, do you? Mm-hmm. Well, have I got something in store? Yeah. So I, um, I had, uh, I don't have a therapist, um, and I never really needed a psychiatrist except for when I was in treatment for yeah. anorexia yeah. and they subscribed me, uh, prescribed, they subscribed to our podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, they prescribed me Prozac and, yeah, yeah. you know, which didn't really work for me. And, uh, so that was the only time I was in treatment with a psychiatrist. So I got a refer a recommendation and I went today and she was super cool. I was like, Oh my God, I'm so nervous. And, uh, you know, she, they only want to prescribe you medicine and they want to, yeah. don't want to hear you, yeah. but she was a great listener and she wasn't judgy at all. And we were talking and I wrote down the word that she's like, Oh yeah, there it is. So she's like, you know, just kind of like wanting to me to walk her through like what's going on, you know? And so, she was like, okay, and I had to tell her about my history of yeah, eating of disorders and all that stuff, and and so uh, she's she's like, yeah, and you know, so it sounds like I have a lot of some OCD tendencies still in me, and um, and she goes, so uh, do you have any other um, fixations mm-hmm. or you know obsessiveness? Um, what wh- what else do you like really fixate on that you sometimes can't get your mind off of? Uh-oh. And I immediately in my mind I'm like, don't say don't ghosts, say ghosts. <laughs> don't say ghosts, Amy. Don't she's gonna lock you up? Oh my god! And I have read, I think it was like in a psychology magazine article, like some psychiatrist say like making their statement about what the how they feel about people who see ghosts, mm-hmm. and they basically said like. It's all manifested from like childhood trauma. And right. It's not real. And, right. da, da, da. and I'm like, motherfucker, have you ever watched Ghost Adventures? Have you ever watched Ghost Hunters? Have hello. you ever, hello? When a hundred people see the same thing in the same spot mm-hmm. over and over again, no. So I was like, no, just don't say it. <laughs> and so there was just a pause, and I like started rubbing my leg. Uh-huh. I don't know because I was nervous, and of course she looked at that and uh-huh. then wrote something down. I'm like, oh no, oh no, oh no. And so I just was like ghosts <laughs> oh, my god. oh my god i said it i did i panicked i panicked i'm like oh because i was like oh she's already already noticing my reaction to this question yeah so she knows that i have something yeah she knows that i'm sitting on something so i told her i was like I was like, well, but here's the thing. The house we grew up in was haunted. And even my mom and my sister saw ghosts. Yeah. And she's like, really? Have they ever been um, involved in any Western medicine to treat any, like, you know, yeah. mental stuff? I'm like, no. So she actually, though, was very, very open and cool. Yeah. And she even said, she goes, so when you say you feel out energy, you know, you're like, it's like you have an antenna, like coming out of your head and you just can't not turn yeah you can't yeah. turn it off and so she was very she got it she phrased it pretty well and then the very last thing she said to me when we wrapped up and she prescribed me some some medicine yeah which i'll have to take on the daily it's just an antidepressant but yeah, yeah. you know it should help control my night anxiety i just have not been on medication in so yeah, long so yeah. i'm like dreading the side effects and that you know a, that adjustment mm-hmm. period oh my god i don't want to do it 
Yeah. But she, uh, the last thing she said when we wrapped up was, um, she's like, oh, I have one more question. I'm like, yeah. She's like, how's the energy in this room? I said, Aww. it's pretty good. Aww. She goes, oh, okay, good. Which, yeah. That's so really I, nice. That was pretty cool of her. Yeah. It made me feel like, okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. I needed you to not think I was insane. Well, I kn- just have trouble sleeping at night. You know what's <laughs> and crazy? I ghosts. <laughs> Uh, when I got referred, because I was seeing a therapist for a while, and then when I decided I was ready for medication, I went to a psychiatrist. First of all, I walked in. He goes, so what do you think brings you in today? And I proceeded to sob for five minutes straight. Uh, like, I was very businesslike. I was like, so, yeah. Blah, blah. And then like I came and I said, and I said, why are you here? And I was just like, oh, <laughs> I can't do it anymore. Yes. Like, and I was like, these words were coming out of my mouth that I was like, he's going to think that I Googled how to get medication because it was so <laughs> stereotypical. But I didn't want, I mean, I wanted it, but I didn't want it because Same. That's was, why I went to her. I was so scared of like, and I told him, I was like, it's just anxiety. I just want a pill for occasion. That's and what then I said. he like ran down a list and was like this or this or this or this or this. And it was like nine out of 10. He's like, so that's depression. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Right. And then it was really nice. Cause he told me like, honestly, some people are on medication for their whole life and some people change things and blah, blah, blah. And some people, it's just a bridge just to get you through this time. Yeah. And you know, and that's you can good. wean off and I, I have been off for a while and I actually was not on any antidepressant basically through my divorce. I know because I remember when you went off of it mm-hmm. and I thought, uh-uh, because yeah. it was like just at the brink, yeah. right? Like yeah. right at the very first period of mm-hmm. the breakup. And I'm like, this is not a good time for her to go off any meds. Mm-hmm. But you did. I it. did. And, and honestly, it was like, and I, I did it like I talked to my psychiatrist, I talked to my therapist, and we all agreed to try stepping off of it. Good. And it was straight up. I was like, oh, I wasn't. I mean, I was depressed, but it was my failing marriage. So, <laughs> yeah, no. And now you're pretty darn happy because it's gone. Yeah. It is done. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, there could be a day when I would need to be on it again. And, and, and honestly, having done it, I'm like, oh, okay. Right. Yeah. For me, it's been like, 15 years since I've been on antidepressants and so I knew I was like I know that there's nothing wrong doing that of course I knew my reaction then was fine I didn't like gain 100 pounds because I was like I'm gonna get fat Mm -hmm. I can't handle that I didn't you know it's it was fine and I know that it'll be fine again but for me I was like no no it's just like nighttime anxiety I just want a pill to go to sleep at night yeah and she's like you know anxiety is a form of depression Mm -hmm. so this will like like carry you through the day yeah. and then you'll be able to sleep at yeah. night. I'm like, Oh, that's how it works. So, well, I'm here so we go happy. Again. I'm so glad that you're doing this because Thanks. taking care of yourself. My God, you my know? God. Why did it take until my mid thirties to figure out how to take care of myself? I mean, but, does anyone you know, ever figure it out? No, no yeah. one teaches us self care. Well, may they might now cause our generation who's now having babies are very yeah, aware of that, true. but our generation, our mothers were not like, you know, sometimes you just need to take some time for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was none of that in my family. Yeah. So, yeah. But I just um, uh, wanted to share the, the ghost. It's so <laughs> funny. Because I wasn't really sure how she would wrap, but she was super cool with it. I'm thrilled. I'm actually, there's a part of my story today that's going to crack you up. Oh, yay. Um, Speaking of. Guess what? what? Let's talk about ghosts. Let's talk about ghosts. They be we sing that. I feel like in my mind, I sing that every time we sing Well, it's talk becoming about our theme song. Yeah, it has nothing to do with Salt and Pepper. Um, um, who's going yeah. first? 
Um, well, let's talk about tell people what we're doing. Yes. My boob is itching me. I'm proud of me. No, it's great. I'm going to watch you. (laughs) It's itching because we're private, so we can. Yes. I'm wearing PJ pants. boys here. Oh my God. I love this so much. Um, this is an exciting topic. This is fun. Thrilled. You picked it. I was so excited. It's been on the list for like a really long time. I Googled and of course I sneaked a peek and saw what you did. And then I got to do the thing I wanted to do the whole time. So I was so excited. Yes, yes, yes. So this week we are exploring the ghosts of serial killers. So exciting. I was so excited. I can't believe done this right because i think one time we did like ghosts at murder scenes or murder houses did we do murder houses once i don't don't remember i don't remember we thought about Mm -hmm. it because you think like yeah we hear about true crime all the time we both love true crime what what's there once the crime scene's been cleaned up ghosts Mm -hmm. Uh, oh yeah Uh, let's see if these new mics fix those groups up girl you know (laughs) Now that we're all casual, Amy <laughs> finally feels comfortable to burp on the podcast. Oh, it took so long. <laughs> My sister Danielle is listening now, and she's she's a big fan, and she loves it. And she texted me, "You burp a lot." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, you must be listening to the podcast." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I do. Um, yeah, this was a really exciting topic. I did a, a killer that I've actually don't recall hearing about. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I've heard of him before, but yeah, it was, it was really super fun that, and there were actually a ton of there articles. Were a bunch. Holy shit. There was even one in psychologytoday.com or whatever. Well, I <gasps> may or may not have referenced that in my, yes. which is why I was like, oh my God, it's so funny to show you about Oh my God. Yeah. I didn't reference it. I actually didn't read it, but okay. I saw it came up in my Google search. Mine was a very specific one, so. Let's do yours. I'm so excited. Let's do you it. want to do me? Okay. Yeah. Oh my God, you guys. Okay. Well, uh oh. There's uh-oh. no mic stand. Hold on. Uh oh. <laughs> oh no. Uh oh. Okay, I'm back. Hi, I missed you. Hi. I'm still on your couch. I ran to the other side of the room. <laughs> Um, I was so excited to do this that when I wrote this person's name, I put an exclamation point after it and then felt real dirty about it. <laughs> Great news, you guys. <laughs> I will be do. Oh, no. Shit. Oh, you can't spit shit out on my couch. Okay. I so- just swallow. I'm like, don't do it yet. I have to swallow. Really nice couch. So <laughs> it's comfy. Yeah, it is comfy. Mm. Um, when I think serial killer, I think of one person and one person only. Ted Bundy. Ted motherfucking Bundy. Ted motherfucking Bundy. Once again, quit reinventing the wheel, Tammy. Just do the thing that you like. Let me tell you why I love Ted Bundy. First of all, I don't mean that. Second of all, <laughs> he was handsome. Yeah. He was <laughs> uh, uh, charming. Motivated. Motivated. Goal-oriented. <laughs> Smart. Um, survived Florida. Um Oof. Me too. Well, this is why I like Ted Bundy because it was the very first true crime novel I ever read was The Stranger Beside Me. Oh, my girlfriend read that next to me. Scared? Beside me. I wouldn't read <laughs> oh it. Oh my God. <laughs> Literally The girlfriend me. next <laughs> to you with The Stranger Beside Me. Um, oh. sh- uh, I bought this book at an airport and started to read it right when I moved into my own place in college about this guy that murdered college kids who parted their hair down the middle 
just oh like God. me. And literally I stayed by myself for a week in my apartment reading this fucking book. And I was like, well, anyway, now that I'm dying. Oh my it, God. It was not a smart thing to do. No. And I regret every minute of it. No. Except for not really because now I have like, I still, I literally have that book. It's somewhere around Do here. you? Yeah. I still well, have that same copy. Well, maybe did it, uh, my hope would be like instead of making, well, it would make me super paranoid, but maybe hyper aware. Like, I mean, I'm telling, there were some things that we now know not to do. Yeah. Like he, you know, would get people to help him, you right. know, pretend to be, you know, like hurt injured, or whatever. Yeah. But there are also some things where like, I think I've even talked about this on the podcast before, where one of the girls, w- like on a college campus, she was in a sorority. Her boyfriend was in a fraternity. They were having a fraternity party that night. She had like one beer. She wasn't even drunk. She walked home to her place, like three doors down. He literally stood on the front porch and watched her. She waved and she never made it inside. She See, did everything right. Yeah, that's not foolish at all. Yeah. And what are you going to do when you live three doors down? It was take a cab yeah. back then. Like, I mean, just not, you don't. Yeah. yeah. So <gasps> anyway. Jesus. Oh, my God. That's so, scary. I never want to read that book. Don't. Trust me, don't read it, Amy. <laughs> but I'll be medicated. Up It'll your be different. <laughs> Sorry, that's so rude. Um, <laughs> she gave me Xanax just for the flights. Ah! And so maybe I can take one and read the book. No, I'll sleep. Yeah, just sleep. kidding. Oh Never God. mind. Sleep. Just kidding. Um, that's- so Theodore Robert Bundy, who was born Theodore Robert Cowell, uh, was an American serial killer, kidnapper, rapist, burglar, and necrophile. What a resume. Uh-huh. I told you, goal-oriented. What's a necrophile? Oh, I get to tell Amy what a necrophile is on the podcast. Uh-oh. Okay, okay, Uh-oh. I'm going to whisper it in your ear, okay? Okay, okay, whisper it in my ear. This is somebody who walks their bodies. Oh, nasty. Yeah. I'm almost done with my drink. Uh-huh. Necrophilia, uh, have you heard that? Nope. What a blessed <laughs> life you've led. Hashtag too blessed to be stressed. <laughs> um, grossy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. So he was real cute when he was fucking dead bodies. Dang. Um, he assaulted and murdered numerous young women and girls during the 70s and possibly earlier. Uh, shortly before his execution and after more than a decade of denials, he confessed to 30 homicides that he committed in seven states between 1974 and 78. The true number of victims is unknown and possibly higher. Although I will also say it is possibly lower because he also sort of started, he was so full of himself. You know, he represented himself in court. Like he was one of those. Yeah. Ew. So narcissistic. Um, This is just a little more background on him before we get into the ghosty stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, Many of Bundy's young female victims regarded him as handsome and charismatic, uh, which were traits that he exploited to win their trust. He would typically approach them in public places, feigning an injury or disability or impersonating an authority figure before overpowering and assaulting them at more secluded locations. He's, sometimes revisited his secondary crime scenes for hours at a time so where he would you know dump the bodies in the woods he would go back and visit them and fuck them oh gross also he would just hang out with them but he would and a lot of times this is not written down here but i did read the book he would like decapitate them and like with their heads 
That's what that other guy uh-huh. in that I started watching. You Mind did? Hunter. Oh my God. Are you so happy? Cause we saw the live show. Now yeah. that I've seen the live show. We saw the, my favorite murder live show on Halloween. And one of the stars of the show was there. Yes. Yeah, so we're only like three episodes in, but I wanted to see his character. Yeah, and that's he's what his amazing. He's so yeah. good. And that's what his serial mm-hmm. killer character did too. He like his fucked mom. the head of his mom's yep. dead body. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. I'm pretty sure he fucked like the neck part too. What? Why yeah, am I saying neck. this out loud? <laughs> I just mean like not even like he took her head off and was like, here's a mouth. Like he was like, that is here's so a fucked n- up. brand new hole for me to put oh. my dick in. Guys, and it belongs to my mom. putting your dicks in things. <laughs> There's plenty of places to put a dick that is not inappropriate. So much is happening on the night that I became not a nog virgin. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget this I'm night. sticking some knowledge <laughs> in your nog holes. You're sticking stuff in my holes. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Um, blah, blah, blah. Okay, okay no, so wait. It, it's getting worse. I was trying to calm down, but oh, it's not going man. to. Uh, secondary crimes is for hours at a time grooming and performing sexual acts with the decomposing corpses until putrefaction and destruction by wild animals made further interaction impossible. He did. See, this is so funny. Oh God. I, this is the, I copied and pasted the first two paragraphs of Wikipedia. So I didn't really read it. (laughs) And so I already talked about this. He decapitated at least 12 of his victims. I'm kind of proud. I knew that. And, uh, for a period of time, he kept some of the severed heads as mementos in his apartment. Um, How? Wouldn't they be so stinky? Yeah. In the freezer? For sure. Well, that is I nasty always shit. have that question. So I have a feeling. <laughs> I couldn't stop myself. Uh, I have a feeling that like with dead bodies, they definitely smell bad for a little bit and then they stop smelling bad. Oh. Like they kind of mummify. Yeah. So like yeah. I think it's a while that it smells bad, that but eventually so it like, gross. I don't know, like dries out and stuff, you know? Like like when the mob sends you like a cut off finger in a plastic bag. Exactly you, like that. It like that. doesn't smell horrible probably. Well, eventually. How would I know? I mean. I wouldn't know. You wouldn't talk just, about it. Just because my uncle was the mayor of New Rochelle, New York. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, that's fucking gross. So, that's so, so gross. On the plus side, I didn't copy this part of Wikipedia. He got caught. So he that's did. good. He did. He did escape at one point, and then he got really? caught again. Yeah, it was a whole thing. Wow. Um, oh, that's horrifying. Yeah, it was really bad. He killed more people while he was out there. So, <gasps> no. Yeah. So um, anyway, we killed him. We executed him, and... I don't think I believe in the death penalty, but like, I'm not complaining about it. This one might have deserved it. I'm okay with this. Yeah. Where was it? In Florida? I also, uh, yeah, Florida State Prison. Um, I also at one point listened to, he recorded a bunch of confession tapes. Like, and it's straight up. He's like, and then I, it's the scariest motherfucker. Yeah, no. There's another podcast, Sword and Scale. Okay, and look, scale I'm not saying good. I'm not saying don't listen to Sword and Scale, but I'm too scared to listen to Sword and Scale. It's way too real. I only listen to the one about Jack the Ripper. Am I thinking of Sword and Scale? There's one where they. Oops, wrong one. Not it wasn't Sword and Scale. Okay, sorry. Because Sword and Scale, 
I think is the one where they have like all sorts of like real recordings and like literally you'll hear people dying and stuff sometimes. So I've I, never, I then I've never heard. Cause Jordan's didn't scale. I tell you about that one? Oh I was God. listening to this guy recorded himself murdering people and <gasps> they like fucking played it. They played yeah. it. Okay. I couldn't do it. I'm not maligning listen. a fellow podcast. I'm just saying I couldn't do it. <laughs> oh my God. I thought I was really brave and I couldn't do it. No, I don't like to hear that. I don't even like to hear 911 calls. It was so upsetting. I'm oh. going to make you live it with me. Like the guy, he set up a recorder because some local kids were breaking into his place, right? So he set up a recorder to catch them. And what he caught was himself killing these two kids. So literally he shoots one of them at the top of the stairs. And then like the other one, it was like, he f- I've blocked it out. I was so upset. The other one like fell down and literally he's standing over them and he's like, do you feel that? You're dying right now. Oh my God. And then it's like he forgot he was recording. Then he sat there and rehearsed a story for like 30 minutes before he called the cops. No fucking way. It was way. the scariest thing I've ever heard in my life. And he was so out of his mind that he forgot that yeah. he had a yeah. fucking recorder going. Like literally, it was like the kid like broke in and he was like, whoops. Like like he like tripped him and then he shot him and, and then was like, Oh my god, it's so upsetting. Why am I talking about this? That Can so we get back okay, to get, something nice like Ted Bundy? Yeah, that's Great. not that's dude, that's so not upsetting at all, Ted Bundy. Okay, so great news we caught him and we killed him. Yes, um, we did. The end. The end. In two thousand one, a guard from oh, this is the article from Psychology Today. Oh yeah. Is why I was like, I'm Holler. sorry. What? <laughs> And then you were talking about that, and I was like, amazing. I mean. In 2001, a guard from the Florida State Prison where Ted Bundy spent his final days told a reporter that shortly after Bundy was put to death, several guards saw his ghost sitting casually on the electric chair. What? The guard described Bundy's expression as a, quote, knowing smile, as if he knew something important about the afterlife that they didn't. If a guard tried to approach him, he'd disappear. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. The man telling the story said that there were so many sightings at one point that the warden couldn't find anyone willing to enter the execution chamber alone. Now that's just smart, first of all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, we've done haunted prisons, but I haven't really even thought about like execution chambers. Like I wonder, of course right? That would be crazy haunted because you think too, anyone who gets the death penalty you know, they, where, where would their spirit haunt? They're probably not have warm, fuzzy memories anywhere where they want to go back to and kind of reclaim. And it's such a thing of like, you know, you are dying. They have literally told you and you've been thinking about it for 20 years. Like, you know, on this day I'm going to die or whatever. Oh my God. The energy in those must be insane. When we did haunted prisons, that nothing about in execution chambers ever came up. Yeah. That's so interesting. I did the one and those people got hung. Yeah. But they haunted the room where they stayed. Right. So. Oh, God. Um, oh, my least... God. Here you go. Ooh, ooh, Bundy ooh, also ooh. showed up around his holding cell on death row. Oh, my God. To some guards, he'd say, well, I beat all of you, didn't I? <clears throat> I don't know what that means. Uh-oh. We'll find out in the afterlife. I mean, they no, will. I won't. They will. They will. Um. However, his spirit apparently travels. Uh, it's reportedly been seen around the Chi Omega sorority house mm-hmm. where he committed the murders that earned him two of his death sentences. Oh, my God. I was just going to say how unfair and horrifying would it be mm-hmm. to 
finally feel like you're at rest because the man who came and terrified yeah. your sorority yeah. is finally dead. And whoop, there and he he's is. haunting. Yeah. There he is. He's back as a ghost. Fuck. What a little motherfucker. Yeah, I hate him. That's not fair. Uh, in addition, he's been spotted on the porch of the building in Tallahassee where he'd rented a room under a false name. I think it was like right before he got caught. Oh, my God. Um, a few mediums have claimed to have channeled him, and one told me that Bundy's interest in redeeming himself by assisting her to solve... Oh, told me that Bundy interested himself. What? You know what? Psychology Today is not English.com. I mean, uh, they also published an article about how seeing ghosts is bullshit. Well, so. and then they published this article about Ted Bundy's ghost. So make up your damn make mind. Your damn oh, my Get God. Oh, my God. Maybe Psychology Today has multiple personality syndrome. <gasps> oh, my God. They're fucking with all of us. Um, buddies remain. Buddy. 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 <laughs> buddy. Buddy. <laughs> Buddy. Buddy. Um, Hi, buddy. Hope you find your dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's solid. It's got a good elf quote in there. I mean, it tis um, the season. Tis the season. Um, Bundy's remains were cremated and, at his request, scattered in the mountainous wilderness in Washington State. I mean, nobody will, like, even drive me to the airport. So, like, right. how do you get to be a serial killer and get your remains scattered? I what wouldn't adds? even drive you to the airport one day. Like, recently. It was like, nope, it's yeah. rush hour. <laughs> no, <laughs> take this bus. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean to call you out. Nope, um, no, I am just saying. No, you were right. If it would have been, like, a two-hour trip. If we won't do that for comedy YVs yeah. and best, best friends. Uh-huh. Then I'm sorry. He got to have his ashes scattered where yeah. he wanted them. Yeah, that ain't cool. And psychology today wildly speculates if his ghost is anywhere, it's probably there where he'd often sit and gloat over decomposing bodies. So that's the How real romantic. twist. Is that that's the place where he'd go fuck heads? Oh, and he's like, and that spread he... me amongst the dead heads. That's so fucking gross. Yeah. Ew. Um, you know what? I also found another article about how the house he grew up in is probably haunted. Really? But it's way less interesting, and I just don't fucking feel like it. So I want to hear about your serial killer. So, well, Scarlet, the oh, amazing yeah. kitty, is standing on my research. So oh, Scarlet, I need to hear about that house now. Are you gonna? Are you Hi. gonna do some research? Um. <laughs> That was really cool. That 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 haunt. I never knew. I didn't either. Never knew when um when Danielle was applying to colleges. You know, if you got had a oh, certain yeah. GPA and whatnot, you could. And we lived in Florida at the time. Uh, you got a pretty decent ride to a state. You you know, as long as you stayed in the state. Mm-hmm. So I think she got a because she was she is very smart and mm-hmm. she got a full scholarship to a a Florida university and Mm -hmm. she was choosing between Florida state university in Tallahassee and then university of Florida in Gainesville. And my friend who was reading some, it might Mm -hmm. not have been stranger beside me, but she was reading some book on Ted Bundy because she was really into true crime when it wasn't cool yet. And I was like, you psycho, you're reading about Ted Bundy. And that's when I found out that he was at FSU Mm -hmm. and killing all those sorority girls. And, um, I was like, Danielle, you can't go to FSU. There's a serial killer there. (laughs) But he was already, this was in the 95, 96. So he was done. But it was still recent enough, right? 
When did he kill the girls in the eighties? In the seventies. Oh, just yeah. kidding. <laughs> That's Never right. mind. I mean, um, but whatever. Recent enough that when she was not even born yet, he was on loose. You can never be him. too safe. And frankly, yeah. he's at that Chi Omega house. He's at that Chi Omega. That's why I'm not in a sorority. Sorority girls always get killed. They always get killed. Yeah. She went to. It's not because nobody wanted me. No, and it's not because I didn't go to a real college and it didn't have yeah. any sororities. And it's not because I'm poor. Oh, God. They cost money? Yeah. Shit. That's bullshit. I said yes so enthusiastically. And then I was like, no, but they do. They do. They do. I think you can get scholarships. What the fuck do I know or care? Sororities. Why? Boo. Why do we need them? Sororities, why? Find your own sisterhood. Yeah. Yeah. Make a a podcast. Yes. Get a traveling pants. (laughs) Get a podcast. Get a traveling podcast. Yeah. Get it. Yes. With pants. Amen. 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 Yes. I want to know about somebody who's killed multiple people. Can you help me with that? Um, let me see. Oh, yeah. You know what? What? Off the top of my head. Okay. I do know of somebody. Do tell. His name was Herb Baumeister. Oh. Have you heard of him? Oh, yeah. You know about him? Yeah. Oh. Hit me up, girl. I'll hit you up with some ghost knowledge about Please Herb do. Baumeister. Yeah, I don't know anything girl. about ghosts. Um, well, I'm going to briefly go over his, his, you know, history of killing peeps. His M.O. His M.O. Modus M-O. operandi. See, you did go to college. You didn't need... I didn't need a fucking sorority. Leave me alone. We're in our own sorority. The only place I'm rushing is to the library. Yes, because we're smart. (laughs) I'm rushing to this nog. The only hazing we're doing is drinking this vegan nog. The haze over my eyes as I become intoxicated. (laughs) God, thank God I wasn't in a sorority. I'd be dead. I'd be dead. Um... Maybe not from Ted Bundy, but I'd find a way to die. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, there, it would have been a terrible idea. Um, okay, so my source was from a really incredible article by a man named Brent Swanser on uh, MysteriousUniverse.com. Mm. He wrote a great article, which I'm fully par- paraphrasing because he's so eloquent. I knew it would just sound like a blatant copy and paste. Yeah. So um, here we go. So Herb uh, Baumeister uh, was born in Indianapolis, Indiana, and that's where he committed all of his crimes. Hometown boy. He, it, Yeah, you know, he didn't stray far from what he knew. Uh, so he was pretty fucked up for, as from the beginning. You know, this is pretty common, I feel like, with serial killers. So as a kid, he would... Um, torture live animals and play mm. with dead animals okay. and he this is something he did as a kid and again in adult life he would urinate on shit and like give it to people so he he peed what? i know it's weird so he peed on his, his teacher's desk and then he dumped a dead crow on another teacher's desk no not a crow yeah oh i'm sorry i love, love the crow look at my look at my christmas tree it's got a big crow, it's got a crow in it and he's wearing a santa hat he's so yeah. Crow is Timmy's no spirit one animal. Will, no one will pee on you, baby. Never. And no one's going to put you on a teacher's desk. Yeah. You see right there. Um, so he actually did uh, they get psychiatric evaluation as a child. And uh, they they diagnosed him as schizophrenic. But back then, this was like the mid-1950s, mm. they didn't really do anything about it. They were like, oh, he's schizophrenic. And then there was like no treatment. Mm, bye. Yeah. It's like, so now you know. Yeah. Baby, see ya. Um, so, oh, I heard a kitty. Um, so then as an adult, he actually was committed to a psychiatric hospital again for a few months. And, um, 
yeah, he still had like really weird things. He he urinated on a letter and then he sent it to the then governor of Indiana. I and then I'm like, but why would you piss on the letter? You can't read what you wrote. Like it's all gonna run together and then the paper's gonna disintegrate. Did he and they, mail it wet? Did he let it dry? Maybe I have he questions. let it dry. Oh, oh, maybe he did this. Okay. Maybe, okay, if we were Herb Baumeister. Okay, I'm putting myself okay. in his okay. shoes. Okay, let's walk I'm a mile feeling, in a serial killer's shoes. I'm feeling sassy, but I'm a little sad. I feel unheard. How yeah. can I be heard? Yeah. I have a, a schizophrenia. No one wants to help me. What mm-hmm. do I do? Yeah. He. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take this blank sheet of paper right. and urinate on it. Okay. I'm going to let it dry. Once it's dry, I'm going to write a letter to our governor mm-hmm. of Indiana and then I'm going to send it to them and I'm going to write in the letter, by the way, I pissed on this and I want you to take a whiff and I'm going to piss on the letter. Okay. It's a great plan. Yes. Um, let me, let me hit you back. Okay. I propose the following. Yes. Write your letter in pencil, then piss on it. So you don't have to write on piss paper. Yeah. This is why I'm a good serial killer. And the pencil doesn't bleed. Exactly. Girl, you're such a good Herb Baumeister. I oh my should God. not have admitted how much thought I put into this. <laughs> Anyway, so he did all that shit so that actually he must have admitted like it somehow that he pissed on it because it actually got him fired from his job at the Bureau of Motor Vehicles, uh, which is the DMV. It is. (laughs) So he also got a DUI and an auto theft charge. He's obsessed Um, with being bad at car. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, look, I could do anything, man. I work for the government. Yeah. I work for the D. DU- Wait, not DUI. D- D- DMV. DMV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, you know what I mean. I know. Uh, throughout all of this, though, all of this craziness, right? Like him pissing on letters and mm-hmm. get- stealing shit. Uh, he lives a super normal life on the side. He gets married. He has three kids. And he founds a chain of thrift stores called Save-A-Lot. And they're crazy hella fucking successful. And he gets super rich. What? And him and his family move into this sprawling 18-acre luxury estate in the suburbs called Fox Hollow Farm. Oh, my. Yeah, girl. So... He got rewarded handsomely for making all these crimes happen. Hey, I what do you, I mean, uh, he's a good businessman. Yeah. You know, yeah. He knows to use pencil, not pen when you're going to piss on a letter. <laughs> so he definitely knows what he's yeah. doing. Yeah. Uh, so that was his, so that that's his life, right? Okay. So that was, um, through the seventies and eighties, all this shit, was, weird shit was happening, but he was also like banking on these save a lot chains. So in, then in the 1990s, gay men started to mysteriously vanish around uh, the Indianapolis area. Mm. And they all were the same height. They had the same appearance. Um, and they were the same weight. So um, it raised suspicion that there might be a serial killer. Yeah, somebody's got a type. Mm-hmm. Um, so then eventually some corpses were found in Indiana and Ohio. I don't know the Midwest. Assuming those are close There's by. Soup's close. Yeah. Soup's close. Okay. So they were found. So bodies started showing up of these, these men who were missing. And, um, but, uh, at the time in like, you know, the eighties authorities weren't super concerned about missing gay men. Right. And so they really didn't put a lot of effort into solving these crimes and looking for these missing gay men. Which is very sad. Um, so it's it definitely slowed the progress on the on the case. And then police got a tip in 1993 from a gay bar customer who said, "Hey, there was this man named Brian Smart. He um, he took me and his friend, uh, me and my friend, out um, uh, to his pool house, 
at his like fancy home and he strangled my friend with a pool uh with a hose and then this dude escaped so the police were like well did his friend die yeah oh god he watched his friend die yeah he watched his friend die right amy is that what you write yes yep Killed his friend oh with a pool hose God. and then tried to kill him too, but yeah. he got out. He yeah. got out. So he gave like the description of what the man looked like, said that, you know, his name was Brian Smart. Police could not locate the suspect. They just, they had no record of a Brian Smart. Further. I, mean, I mean, hello. It's obviously not his real name. Yeah, you wouldn't be like, hi, I'm her bow guy. What's his name? Baumeister. Meister. <laughs> I had to write down the pronunciation verbatim. Uh, hi, I'm her Baumeister. I'm going to take you to my house. This uh-huh. is the address. Yeah. Um, so, unless he had that much confidence yeah. that he would definitely kill Because them. you know why he doesn't do that? Because he's smart. Smart. He uses pencil, not pen, when he pisses. Um,. <laughs> All right, so so that's going on, and then uh, Herb's business start to to fail. He gets arrested for another DUI. His wife files for divorce. Mm-hmm. Like things are going really, really bad. Uh-huh. Um, at the same time, his son, who's thirteen, finds a the uh, skeleton head in the backyard. What he was like doing some work or doing some chores and finds a skeletal head in their yard. Do you mean a skull? Skull. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yep, my words right here, human skull. <laughs> Great. Good job, Amy. I mean, it's technically correct. I was just like, am I missing it's something? You know what? I bet there was still like... skeletal head. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, it is a skull. It is a skull. Uh-huh. Um, thanks, Tammy. Yeah, no problem. Again, you went to real college. I, just, I was at fake college. I mean... But none of us joined a sorority. Thank none God. of us joined a sorority. Um, a skull, everyone... God, I'm learning so much today. I know what narcolepsy is. <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> Nurker. Nurses. Okay. Nurses lefsies. <laughs> when you fuck dead bodies. <laughs> and now I know what a skull is. Wait, those two things are very important to both know at the same time. They're very similar. Um, Fucking deadheads. Necrophilia. Necrophilia. But also, I like that it was kind of narcolepsy. It was a little bit and a a little bit of narcissism. It's just a little bit of everything. Um, So, son is like, "Hey, dad, what's this skeletal head?" And the dad's like, "Uh, son, that's a skull." I'm into narcolepsy, and I'm into narcolepsies. And he goes, "Oh, that's just like I had a medical kit, like where like." you know you could like play with a medical kit and it's fake mm-hmm. yet however it disappeared very quickly mm-hmm. um and okay so the, so gay men keep ours they're still disappearing and then someone gets the license plate number of this brian smart on the day he visits the bar and takes off with one of this one of the patrons mm-hmm. um they get a license plate number Ooh. Because they're like, that guy was a little sketchy. That was weird. And so someone was smart enough to take it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, the police run the license plate number through their system. Oh, my God. It was Herb Baumeister's car. Damn. Um, they Not go to so his smart. house, ask for uh, uh, permission to search the premises. And the wife says, uh-uh. She doesn't know anything. But she was like, this is weird. No. And Herb was there, too. And he's like, you know, what's going on, babe? Yeah. And, yeah. So they both were like, no way. Um, so <clears throat> then they actually do divorce cause things are going shitty. Right. And he gets worse and then, oops, I forgot I did double, double printing. Oh, very um, good for the environment. 
environment. I'm like, pots and pans move on their own? Wait a minute. <laughs> uh, we're getting there. So, okay. So then the uh, uh, Herb starts acting like really erratic. And because they're divorcing and things are really, really bad, the wife is like, you know what? Fuck this shit. Police, you, ne- you have permission. So a few weeks yeah. later, she gives them permission to search the house because yes. she's like, whatever, do whatever you need to do. This guy's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. They find the remains of 11 men on the property. Jesus. Yeah. Skeletal skulls. Oh, my God. Skeletal heads. Uh, 11 men concealed by brush, buried. Um, eight of them were identified, and the three of them were never identified. Aww. I know. Um, but they think there were a lot more that he dumped in Indiana and Ohio where he, quote, frequently took business trips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, Ain't no business happening in Ohio. I know. Like, what's there? If you're in the corn industry. Yeah. I don't know, guys. Sorry. I don't know the Midwest. Um, so, do, 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 do. Oh, yeah. So, basically, because I want to get to the ghost stuff. What he was doing was he was cruising at gay bars. Um, bringing uh, a man back or a few men back to his his pool house mm-hmm. because and there's photos and I will post them. Ooh. Gorgeous, detached, very far from this 18 acre property. You know, pool house where obviously his wife and kids would have no idea what's going on. Um, he would get them liquored up. Um, and they'd go for a dip and then he would strangle them. That's mm-hmm. how he'd kill them. Um, and they also found in the pool house that there was a hidden camera. But they found no tape. I mean, I I didn't mean to sound so disappointed. If there was, the audio would be on sort of scale. You know it. (laughs) So they think that he would record the murders and watch because why else? Ew, gross. Um, The police, however, never got to apprehend him. At the time, Herb was so distraught over his failed businesses and his failed marriage that he uh, told his family he was taking a business trip to Canada and he actually just went there to kill himself. Aww. And he, uh, he got pulled over by a police per- officer in Canada uh, for speeding. And the officer did say he noticed in the back seat a bunch of tapes. And no. Yeah. By the way, Herb does not know that they that he's been found out at this point. Yeah. He's in Canada, but the wife didn't know where he went. No one knew where he went. So um, the the policeman let him go actually for, for the speeding, yeah. and he eventually they so they found Herb's car. The tapes were not there. The tapes have never been oh found. Oh my god! I know. Uh, so he left a three page suicide note just citing. Like, you know, my marriage falling apart. Mm-hmm. Business is bust. I'm Did he done. confess in the... No. Oh, my God. He, the only way he knew that he they were catching on to him was when they asked to search the property. Mm-hmm. But they had... He has, at this point, at his death, had no idea wow. that they found the bodies and stuff. Yeah. He was planning on killing himself regardless. Is that crazy? That's really crazy. Yeah. So, um... Uh, our author wrote very eloquently, um, and so came to an end to the life of a savage serial killer. But this would seemingly not be the end of him, and it appears that death was only the beginning for Herb Baumeister. <laughs> ghost stuff, ghost stuff. Yay, ghost. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they hunt for you? Uh, boy, it's late. We're never record this we late never night. Like, I'm so, tired. I know. We're like so tired. I'm like sleepy. Um, let me tell you some ghost shit. Please okay? tell me some ghost shit so I never sleep again. Give me like five minutes to blow your okay, mind. Blow You're not going to sleep tonight. Uh, so in 2009, Robin Vicky Graves bought the Fox Hollow Farm estate fully knowing the gruesome history of the property. Yeah. 
It was probably a really good deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was Indianapolis too, right? Yeah. I mean, bargain, five dollars. <laughs> uh, so, so Vicky, Rob, and Vicky move in. Uh, Rob's colleague from work, Joe, rented one of the property's apartments. I don't know if it was the pool house, but there's properties and uh, or apartments, and so he rents one. Yeah, and he moves in there with his dog. So Joe and his dog live in an apartment. Vicky and Rob are in the house, mm-hmm. and so paranormal activity began almost immediately. All of them in the apartment and in the house had incredibly realistic, intense nightmares in which something was chasing them. And it was so horrifying that um, in one case, Joe bolted out of his head because the nightmare was so jarring that he like hurt himself. Like he actually hit his head really hard on the door frame. Oh my God. Um, Electrical appliances um, that were, oh, they would unplug themselves. Shut the fuck up. Could you now I have heard about unplugged appliances turning on. working, yeah. turning on, but not them unplugging themselves. That's some fucking. That's weird. Uh, they would malfunction, and again, sometimes they would continue operating even after unplugged. Uh, there were unexplained knocks on the walls, floors, and doors at night, including one instance in which there was a knock on Joe's bedroom door, and it was so powerful that the door rattled in its frame. So finally. Um, Joe opened the door and no one was there. So he closed the door and his dog began to growl and the doorknob started to turn no. back and no. forth. Oh my God. I'm so scared right I'm now. I'm so scared. Giuseppe just moved and I saw his shadow and it scared the shit out of me. I don't I'm like so it. I'm so sorry. We're telling you such scary stories know, in your apartment. I, I have to sleep with you. You can't leave. Oh, this was might have been a bad idea. No, actually. I'm going to okay. sage the shit out of it. Yeah. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Maybe we're just tired enough that it won't keep us yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I say as if I'm sleeping over one of these nights. One of <gasps> these should. nights. We should. We should have a sleepover. That'll be so much fun. Um, well, it'll be our own sorority. Oh, my God. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, so, okay. So, the door. It's the na- af- so no one's there. The door a knob is now jiggling back and forth, and then suddenly the door smashes open with enough force that it sent wood splinters into the air. No. That is almost reminds me of my little ghost in Charleston oh, yeah. that smashed the door yeah, open in my yeah. room. Um, still, no one was there. So then Joe sees a shadowy figure run through his apartment, mm-hmm. and he says it's it's it was like it was in fear though like it was running in fear oh, no. and then it vanished and later he speculated that that was the ghost of one of herb's victims yeah. escaping from the malicious entity that smashed down oh, the door which was thought to be the spirit of baumeister himself this is so sad it's so sad it makes sense because the victim's knocking like hello yeah. hello let me like, in let, let me, me in. in oh and, you and then it's like jiggling, jiggling and then like and then it gets smashed up <laughs> i'm scared i have chills yeah, up my right side okay um i wish i brought more drinks um okay so then there was more knocking incident okay so there's another night joe is washing dishes at his sink in the kitchen and he heard a loud bang at the front door of the apartment And then the knock was followed by more intense, powerful knocks. He goes and he opens the door. It's like, Joe, come on. You know that there's no one there anymore. Uh, He opens the door. No one's there. But he said he felt a really heavy sense of being watched. And then he caught something move out of the corner of his eye. He whirled around. No one was there. Again, his dog is acting agitated and snarling under his breath. So then the couple that's living in the estate, Rob and Vicky, 
Uh, they would find themselves getting poked, pushed, and prodded by unseen hands. Mm. And um, and Joe kept reporting that his dog, which was super chill, would uh, routinely now snarl and bark at unseen uh, things in the house for no re- no reason. Um, okay, here's where I accidentally skipped to earlier. Pots and pans. Oh, my God. Pots and, pans. Uh, and furniture. Furniture would move on their own. Uh, frequent instances of disembodied voices. Um, the most dramatic of the phenomena, uh, they reported happened one day when Vicky looked out the window. Oh my God. Oh God. I forgot oh about this. God. I forgot about this. I, and I'm facing the window. I hate this. This is a whole new thing. I kind of liked the booth cause there were fewer things to distract me and upset me. No windows, yeah. no like yeah. outside noises. Yeah. I know. And I don't like having my back to windows. Like that scares oh me God. even well, more. Well, I so tell me if the door. Okay, great. I'll tell you if someone comes through the okay, door. I'll tell you, you tell me if someone's at the window. The, yeah. Okay. Deal. I'll just scream real loud. Okay. This is really scary. Okay. Get ready. Um, Vicky looked out the window to see a man wandering around the property wearing a red t-shirt. She went out to see who this trespasser was. Winnie the Pooh? (laughs) Yes, it was Winnie the Pooh. He was just looking for some honey. (laughs) Oh, bother. Uh, Oh, Oh, here we are. Uh, She went out to see who this trespasser was. Noticed that he had no legs. Uh, he was just hovering uh, along over the ground. That means no pants, too. It was definitely one of the boo. It was definitely one of the boo. It was a different one of the boo. Oh uh, and then he proceeded to vanish right before her eyes. Uh, the family searched the surrounding woods but could not find a sign of whoever it was. I, I mean, don't go into the woods, yeah, guys. You Have you stupid? never seen a horror movie? Like, don't freaking go in the woods searching oh, for a, a weird man. mysterious disappearing thing. Yeah. I'll go into the woods. Oh, let me check the woods where there were 11 bodies buried. Oh my God. Um, the mysterious man in the red t-shirt would be seen again Stop. when Joe was out one day walking his dog, this poor dog, and uh, the very same spectral stranger appeared. The dog apparently chased it off, um, and then it vanished into thin air. It would later be discovered that there were undiscovered human bones buried in the dirt in oh. the very same area that this ghostly apparition had been seen. Oh, my God. As soon as these bone fragments were removed, the man in the red T-shirt stopped appearing. Oh, my God. He must have been a victim. Yeah. They didn't have legs. legs because I bet. Because they said fragments of bones. I wonder if his legs got like chopped off or something. Oh my God. Yes. Oh no. Mm -hmm. You think in the afterlife he could have his legs back. It's sad. It's so sad. So the last story real quick. Um, Joe, who lives in the apartment, he had a friend named Jeremy who was like a real skeptic. And Jeremy's like, you know what? I don't believe this shit. I'm coming over. So he comes over and uh, Joe's like, let's take a dip in the pool at the pool house. (gasps) Suddenly Jeremy's not a skeptic anymore. Um, This is where all the men got strangled. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy gets in the pool and immediately feels that he's being poked by unseen hands. And then something is pulling him under the water. And Joe and a few of their other friends were there as well. And they said they could see this. Like, it looked like he was about to die. Like, the fear on his face. But they saw there was nothing there. And he could stand in the water. So they were really confused. And they're like, we've never seen anyone look so panicked in our entire lives. Um, He said later, because he survived. But later on, he said that it felt, he felt someone pulling him under and grabbing his throat. Yeah. So... All the victims were strangled, so I feel that Herb was definitely yeah, there. Yeah. Um, just being like, what? This is all I know. Yeah, this yeah. is what I did here. 
Um, and then, oh yeah, when, uh, one night Joe claimed that he heard from the, his kitchen the distinctive sound of metal scraping. So he goes, like that's what he heard it in the kitchen while he's in his living room. So here's metal scraping. He goes into the kitchen and he sees that his one of his kitchen knives had been removed from its usual place and was sitting on the counter and there were cut marks in the wall. No, I have chills everywhere. I have no, chills everywhere. No. No. I have chills everywhere. I have chills everywhere. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, so those are all of the crazy ass things. Um, there have been a bunch of uh, paranormal shows, including, of course, as I found out at the end of that article, Ghost Adventures. Of, of duh. Um, not Ghost Hunters, though, but Ghost Adventures. And then another show called, oh, I forgot the name. Oh, Paranormal Witness. Have you ever seen that? That sounds familiar, like but I don't, of it. I don't think I've watched it. Yeah, I don't think I've watched it either. Um, and uh, in one of the EVPs, uh, a man is is in the kitchen, and he's trying to talk to the entity that's been seen in the kitchen, and he asks, who are you? And almost immediately got an unmistakable voice of a man replying, the married one. And they say all of Baumeister's victims were, were single gay men, so they took it to say that oh it's it's herb um but weirdly they said that like almost like statistically this is a location that has the most evps that you can record like the clearest like just it's like evp heaven apparently for ghost hunters so they don't know why but it just is but yeah oh my scary shit right i'm upset i'm upset and now you have to sleep here i have to sleep here you know cats though and their soups chill so if they're soups when they're like looking at nothing behind me on the wall and then i'm all freaked out tuesday does that too and i'm like you need to stop you need to stop the other day we were we were all just sitting here minding our own businesses some of us may have been watching Gilmore Girls. I don't know. Mm, interesting. I wonder and who. I didn't hear or feel anything, but the two of them just both immediately turned and looked towards <gasps> the door. No. And I was like, nope. I literally said out loud, I don't like that. Please stop. <laughs> um, you know, the only thing that's going to make me feel better is to laugh. Great news. I did a Haunter hoax. Oh my God. I did. Oh, this is I perfect. Did. We should now always do these because. I mean,. What am we, I going to do? Now that we're in your apartment uh-huh. doing this, we've got to like clear the air yeah, we are with s- a haunter hoax. Exactly. Yes. Um, yes. Okay. Okay. Great news. Since we did serial killers, I decided to do a haunter hoax about cereal. <laughs> uh, yes. I love cereal. Yeah, duh. Oh my God. So you're amazing. I looked up some facts about cereal <laughs> and, uh, I have four points. Um, one one of them is a hoax. So I oh made up God. one of these. So you got to figure out which one I made up. I love you. Number one. Children in the 70s had red poop from eating Frankenberry cereal. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> Rice Krispies mascots Snap, Crackle, and Pop briefly had a fourth brother named Pow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number three. Cornflakes were invented to discourage masturbation. <laughs> and number four, Tony the Tiger's first commercial was pulled from the air after viewers were disturbed by him mauling other cereal mascots. <laughs> so, is it number one, red poop? Number two, Rice Krispies pow? Number three, cornflake masturbation? Or number four, Tony the Tiger mauls? Oh my God. Okay. 70s red food dye, it yeah. had to have been. 
so bad that people's poo was red. So well I'm gonna, reasoned. Okay, so I'm gonna, you know, maybe they used beet juice to diet, uh-huh. right? Okay, we'll eliminate that one. Okay, I'm eliminating that one. Number two is that snap crackle uh-huh. pop. Okay, snap, I feel crackle pop and pow. I feel like there was a pow. I feel like there okay. was a pow. So okay. I'm gonna eliminate that. Okay. Which brings me to three and four. Yeah. I want to say the po- ho- hoax is number three, that it was created for masturbation. Okay. Um, I'm so sorry to tell you. I'm wrong for the very first time in my life. Yeah, I know you've never been wrong before. I'm so glad there's a lot of firsts happening tonight. Oh my God. For you. My nog. Your nog first. And um, no, cornflakes were in fact invented to discourage masturbation. Now, don't get me wrong. This is a bit of a jump. But... You know, it was invented by Quakers, and they believed that um, spicy foods caused unnecessary uh, lust, and so they invented a bunch of very mild foods oh. to try to calm lustful feelings. Shut up! And uh, and literally, cornflakes were introduced as like a mild food to help you just like not be so much on your own dick all the time. <laughs> yeah. God. I made up the Amazing. one about Tony the Tiger mauling <laughs> other students. I was a little proud of that one. That's really good. Uh, that seems so real. Um, thank you. Um, Tammy, I mean, that was amazing. <laughs> I really got a kick out of that today. So I'm glad you did too. I also love that I imagined that to be real. Like, yeah, Tony the Tiger probably mauled I mean, a bunch of other mascots. It seems but... like kind of a good, which I was like, yeah. <laughs> This seems way more real than cornflakes and masturbation, but the masturbation that is insane. But they do say spicy foods like increase circulation That's in your body. Point. Therefore, it could cr- increase like sexual desire or pleasure because circulations happen and blood's moving. Girl, blood's moving. I am you know? like, move that blood. Move that blood, guys. It's you know? healthy. Hello. It's okay. It's okay to move your own blood. Show them you're a tiger. Uh-huh. Is that that was? Oh, the taste of Tony's Frosted Flakes. Bring out the tiger in you. And you. And you. Yes. That's like, that's so cute. remember in like the 80s, they did those. Com- well, you're younger than me. But well, no, because I remember. In the 90s too, maybe? Because at first, in like the early 80s, it was like sugar everything. And yes. then the 80s were like, fuck, we're all dying. Yeah. And then the 80s became really obsessed with like fitness. Yeah. So then it was like everything has vitamins. Even our fucking shampoo, Pantene Pro V. Oh, that's right. Had vitamins. Everything had vitamins. Yeah. And it was still full of sugar and yeah. super GMO yeah. and awful and artificial but they'd be like and we enriched it with vitamins uh-huh. so then like the tony the tiger thing was like people put kids playing sports yeah, they were all like, strong show them you're a tiger part of this balance breakfast yes <laughs> show them what you can do and yes. it would literally be like a little bowl of cereal and then like 40 other foods because it was the only way you could get all those vitamins <laughs> Just surrounded by exotic yeah. fruits yeah. and vegetables. Yeah. It was like <laughs> part a, of a balanced diet. A thing of milk and a thing of orange juice yes. and a side of bacon. And a banana yeah. and some <laughs> eggs. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, Jesus, who has time for the cereal? Like, why don't we just give kids like a waffle or a muffin? Yeah. It's the fucking like, same thing. Eggs Benedict. Like. Oh my God. And then the Flintstone vitamins. Like, that's Your okay. Flintstone kids, kids. 10 million strong. strong. And growing. 
Yeah, just so much sugar. Why are we still alive? This is a miracle. I know, it really is. Um, Guys, if you're still alive, you should probably rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. It's called Banshees and Booze. You just listen to the damn thing. And if you're not alive, that means you're a ghost. And we're so honored that you, as a ghost, listen to a podcast about ghosts. Thank you. Please do it from afar. I'm not interested in meeting you. Yeah. you And also, like, you know how to work electronics. You're a ghost. So also, please rate, review, and subscribe yeah, to our podcast. Really good point. No excuses. Literally yes. no excuses. Yes. We have some sweet, sweet reviews. We love them. We yeah. want more. And um, also, please follow us on our very well-maintained, uh, no sarcasm at all, for real. Uh-huh. We work very hard on Instagram. So please follow us at Banshees and Booze. And you know what? What the fuck? Just go embarrass us over at our Twitter account, Banshees Booze. It's awesome. It's yeah. such a good account. We should literally just love like, link up the Instagram. So I, I don't no, know. I want to. I'm but you said tired. we should create original I know. Content. I did say that. I know. <laughs> I changed my mind. Let's just link them. Okay, let's just link them. So, okay. guys, just check out Instagram first. Yeah. Um. And anything else? Um, oh, and email us at upghostandpersonal oh, yeah. at gmail.com to send us your own personal accounts of the paranormal. We read them out loud. Oh, Lolly followed up with something. Oh, so, great. let's read that on the next one. Okay, we'll I'll do read it on the next time, one because yeah. I forgot it and we're out of time. Yep. Um, but, yes, uh, that's um, keep those stories coming. We really we love, love them. them. And we might not read them immediately, but we do get to them. And we yeah. just – we adore those stories so much and they're so scary yeah. so please thank you um yeah and i guess the only thing left is hey amy i'm super curious yes tammy um amy if you see a ghost um if you see a ghost then uh drink up your nog and participate in some narcissist camps yeah that's why i shouldn't have let her go first <laughs> Now you have to improvise something else. You have to improvise something else. Okay. Um, hey, Tammy. Yes, Amy. If you see a ghost. Just like tell your sorority sisters. It'll be fine. Just pay your dues. Oh, my God. You can't sit with us. <laughs> On Fridays, you have to wear fresh pressed linen. <laughs> Nothing more. This is why we were in sororities. They, they didn't. They, we'd get kicked out pretty, pretty quickly. Um, thanks guys. Have a great weekend. And I don't know why I said whenever that. You, I'm so tired. No, this drops on a Monday night. Quick, quick, quick. <laughs> Turn it off before I say anything else. Okay, goodbye. Oh, happy holidays. Happy holidays. Bye, 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 bye. Oh.